0: Hello, I'm James from PostureStars.com and thanks for joining this PostureStars podcast. Today we'll be talking about posture for TMJ, which is your temporomandibular joint and temporomandibular type disorders, which is a bit of a mouthful, but that's what we're all talking about today. So I'm joined by Cathy Gordon, who's co-founder of the Association of Chartered Physiotherapists in Temporomandibular Disorders, ACPTMD. And she works in Cheshire, England, in the heart of our very wealthy and beautiful part of England. So as you are a listener, you'll find this useful if you've got jaw pain or you grind your teeth, have jaw-locking problems or difficulty opening your mouth fully, or maybe you get headaches or jaw tension. So hello, Kathy. Hi, James. We're going to talk about the relationship today of good posture to TMJ Issues. Treatments for temporomandibular joint issues such as muscle and joint treatments, manual therapy, heat relaxation techniques, avoiding eating hard or chewy foods, all of those can help. But what's the relationship between posture and TMJ problems?
1: Right okay well that's a very good question. The jaw joints or the more technical term temporomandibular joints are located very close to the neck and to the rest of the spine so the optimal alignment of the jaw joints where the jaw muscles joints and teeth are in their best position depends on good spinal alignment and good
0: posture. Very good that's what we like to hear we're all about good posture here. So how common are these problems? Okay, so TMD. TMD refers to temporomandibular
1: disorders, and this consists of any pain or dysfunction, any of the jaw uh, regions of the jaw and the lower facial areas, originating from the jaw joints, muscles and dental areas. So these these problems are more common than people think, and they do uh, affect approximately 10% of the population.
0: Wow, that's loads. I didn't realise it was that many.
1: Yeah, it is very, very common. And in this day and age when a lot of um, people are stressed with work and there's a lot more demand on everyday life, these problems are quite common.
0: Okay, so I was about to ask what sort of things cause these problems. Is it mainly stress and anxiety?
1: I would say so that most problems I see are caused by stress and anxiety and so therefore the most common structures affected are the muscles of the jaw or, mm-hmm. the, or the masticatory muscles. The problems with these muscles occur when people grind or clench the teeth. There are also other common habits um, such as nail biting, chewing your lip, chewing gum that are all kind of causes of facial pain as well. So... You can also get problems with the jaw joints or the disc within the joints and also trauma to the jaw area can also cause pain and these can also cause symptoms such as clicking and locking of the jaw.
0: Well, yeah, that sounds very painful.
1: And um, There's also a very close mechanical area, a mechanical relationship between the jaw and the upper neck. So this is due to the proximity of the two areas but also the nerve links between the two areas so it's very common to feel neck pain as well as jaw pain.
0: Oh that's interesting you know, often when I'm working with people who've presented with neck pain there, there does tend to be a lot of jaw tension going on there and I think yeah. that's a relationship between the anxiety and stress that that they have.
1: Yes absolutely. So that's probably
0: feeding into the sort of work that that you do as well.
1: Yes absolutely yes these are, these are very very common causes.
0: So what sort of signs should people look out for? You've mentioned clicking and and problems with closing the jaw. What sort of signs would indicate to someone that they've got a TMJ problem?
1: Okay well I find the most common symptoms are pain. That's when people come to you and want to want to seek medical advice. So clicking and jaw locking is also very common as well as some people experience difficulty opening the mouth as well. People who do um, experience Muscle pain in the face. Usually, they clench the teeth at night or in the day, or both. And um, this again is very common with with um, stress occurring with alongside stressful situations. Headaches are also quite common and this is due to the links between the jaw joint and the neck and also the, the fact that the structures in the neck and the jaw do refer pain into the uh, into parts of the head as
0: well. What's the relationship between dentists and physiotherapy for temporomandibular joint problems?
1: Okay well we do work quite closely with dentists. Dentists are becoming more aware of our role in, in the management of uh, TMD. About 10 years ago I set up um, or I, I founded co-founded the Association of Charter Society Charter Physiotherapists in, in Temporomandibular Disorders with a dentist who's very highly recognised as one of being the most prominent TMD specialists in the, in the UK. So we we set this group up to promote physio and also to um, work alongside, enable us to train physios and, and to work alongside dentists so that we can actually really form a team in this area because we, we both we both play very important roles.
0: Excellent. That's good to hear that you're working together. We like a combined approach. So is there much that the dentist can do in association with you? Do you liaise with them and assign exercises or... Is it more about spotting what's going on?
1: Well, quite often the dentists are the first-line professionals that see these people coming in with jaw problems because they often assess the jaw when they're looking at um, teeth. They either refer the patients usually back to the GP to be referred to physio or they sometimes refer to the dental hospital. In in our situation, patients tend to get referred to the dental hospital in Manchester yeah. and then they um, access physio through the dental hospital if they need to.
0: I got you. So people are referred to you from the dental hospital or, or- In person by the dentists themselves.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. Quite often the patients have, um, especially if they grind their teeth, they've already had splints made and they've um, been wearing them for a while before we actually get to see them. So we do find that that does help to reduce um, a lot of the you know the pain. And then we come in by restoring normal mechanics to the joints and the muscles and also the neck as well. And we also look further down into the thoracic spine, uh, even the pelvis area, if we feel there are any problems there that are contributing to the patient's symptoms.
0: Oh, well, that's great, because that brings me to my next question, which is how would you work with someone's posture to help these issues?
1: The basis of good... Spinal and jaw alignment depends on um, optimum core muscle activation from around the pelvis and the abdominal areas, as well as the upper spinal areas. I find that if we can uh, teach the patient to switch on their core muscles, then we can often free the upper neck and um, the jaw areas, as well as the arms and legs, because a lot of people do hold tension, unnecessary tension in these areas. And find that unless you d- address globally the whole sort of spine and the muscles around the spine that, and the important muscles that we need to activate, we don't often uh, allow for that lengthening of the neck and the freeing up of the muscles of the jaw. Which are often over tense and contributing to people's symptoms. I also find that if people have poor core strength or don't hold themselves well during posture, they tend to fix with the neck and the jaw muscles. And again, this can lead to problems as well.
0: I see. So, the longer they've had these problems, is it harder to work with as a result?
1: I find that if we can make the correct diagnosis early on, that we can actually have quite an impact. Quite quickly. Oh, that's good. We, if we're working with the right people, um, as in the, the dentist, if appropriate, um, to look at the occlusion and, and make sure that the jaw joint muscles and teeth are working and, you know, as, as well as possible, then we really need to be looking at the, um, the jaw, but also in relationship to the neck and the back and, you know, lower limbs. So once we can establish what the problems are, if there's any joint stiffnesses in the, in any of the joints, spinal joints or the neck or the jaw, if we treat that, we then can activate the muscles better and then we can achieve you know good posture in that way.
0: That sounds very very helpful. So um, for our listeners here some of them will be thinking oh my gosh that sounds like me I've got these problems. What, what advice would you offer to those people today? If
1: you feel that you have pain and a pain that shouldn't be there and you feel that you have any of these um, symptoms that I've mentioned or that you feel that you are experiencing symptoms that aren't you shouldn't be experiencing i would definitely seek some help the dentist is often the first line professional to go visit but you could also see your gp if you feel that a physiotherapist is appropriate you could try and access physiotherapy earlier on we also um, see um, patients via maxillofacial clinics and that is another way to, to access physiotherapy as well
0: so how about some psychological help would that be of benefit
1: I was. I think that's a very important um, question to ask, and, and, it's, and it's a very important part of a multidisciplinary approach to treating TMD. Quite often, a professional such as a physio or a, um, a dentist or a maxillofacial surgeon, if they feel that's appropriate, they can make those referrals. If you feel that your symptoms are caused by excessive stress and you feel that you need help in this area to talk your problems through to somebody, I think seeking advice from a psychologist, a clinical psychologist or a counsellor is very appropriate and would be very beneficial.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea if that's one of the primary causes of TMJ issues.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's really a matter of taking an approach and actually treating all the, the causes. And as I say, because stress um, and tension is a, is a big cause of jaw pain, that is a very valid route to follow.
0: Yeah, that's that's good to hear. And there are lots of ways that we can reduce stress and anxiety and tension in our lives, such as exercising, going for walks, taking therapy, taking yes. time for ourselves. having enough sleep, Yes. Of course, looking after yourself posturally so that you're breathing well and you're digesting well.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Listening to podcasts with myself and Kathy—that's always a nice way to reduce tension. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. There are also apps such as Headspace, which again can also be very useful in teaching you how to breathe and how to relax as well, and um, that these can be carried out on a
0: regular basis. That's right. Yes. Headspace is a very popular app, isn't it? That's a mindfulness app that yes. people can download from the Apple Store or from the Android Store.
1: Yes. It's absolutely. very popular
0: with a lot of my clients as well and although I can't listen to it myself as I like to do my meditations on my own those people who do use headspace have said very good things about it
1: yes yes I've had good reports too
0: there you go you heard it here first go out and meditate guys get your posture sorted sort out your TMJ problems the world will be a better place yes great so there are loads of ways to find your help it's just a case of people getting off their butt with their terrible neck and jaw posture and finding help and seeking a solution and getting themselves sorted
1: yes absolutely yes that's
0: good to hear i hope that's useful for listeners today there's lots of useful information there from kathy it's up to you as the listener if you are having these problems to go and seek help it doesn't sound from what i've looked at and seen on the internet that there's that much out there that you can do for yourself so i would advise you to go and get some help there and it just remains for me to say thank you very much, Kathy, for taking the time to talk to us today. It's been really enlightening. I've learned some good stuff there. I do hope our listeners find this useful. So thank you very much for being on the show.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Been a pleasure. Cheers, Cathy.
1: Bye.